Okay, good morning. Thank God it's Shabbat soon. It's been a hell of a week. This class is Lunish Shmad Yerachna Dianu Magadai Yassian Menema. Four Shalema Rosham Beyamina Dianu Mitzara Elisha Magadai B'Shifer Leah Tova Leah Bas Rivka. Success in your Shemaim of Elisha Benavak Gadiel Benisha Emir Benisha Shefa Benisha Reina Malka Batova Basha. Please share and rate the podcast. Okay, today we're going to talk about one of my favorite concepts, and it's Lesson 60 in the Kute Moran. It's extremely important that we reset our brains right now, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of reaction. There's a lot of survival mode right now, and what happens is after you got, come out of survival mode, you can't even pick up a book. You're wired. You're wired. You're just wired, and, and, and you wanna, all you want to do is really check out. So we're going to talk about pretty much getting back into recentering ourselves. And what, we, what we're going to talk about here is it also something called his boninut. We spoke about his bodinut. His boninut is very, very. It's a chabad concept, but Rabbi Nachman speaks about it in lesson sixty. Okay, his bodinut is speaking out first. You have to do the his bodinut first because still you have to express things out. And then afterwards, you'll come to his boninut. His boninut means bonen, bina, comes from being the word bina, where, where his bodedut comes from the word boded, to be alone. Bina, his boninut bina, is deep contemplation. Your ability to have deep contemplation, your ability to have, for example, if I'm not in deep concentration, classes don't come to me. Ideas don't come to you if you're not in deep content, con, contemplation. So we're going to talk about how to really get that. And between you and me, he's saying that that is really, really the key to wealth. Is when you have deep, deep, deep contemplation. Is when you're able to see the whole picture. Where you're able to see, you're able to contemplate. You're able to be a creator, not a reactor. And you see the world is such in survival mode. Even relationships today are in survival mode. You know, think about... You know, this is a common thing that's happening. You know, you, you're trying to help couples or, or even people can't get along. As soon as the husband stops doing what he's doing, what, what do you think the wife does automatically? She puts on the cape and she goes into survival mode. And now, next thing you know, the instant you, for her to back up and say, okay, things are going to be good, relax. Give me a chance to work on it. She can't do it. So you can see how women right now, you, there's no, his, you, survival mode. Everybody's in survival mode. So why do you think? What do you think? Why do you think our re- relationships are taking a hit? What do you, everything's taking a hit? Because you cannot fix something on survival mode. You got to fix something on creation mode. It's extremely important. And one of the reasons that makes us go into survival mode, according to Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman, is the failure to see every day as a new day. The failure to see every single day as a new day. The failure to to contemplate on extending the day. So this concept is extremely important. I recognize that. I recognize that concept. As soon as the husband starts doing the thing, the wife puts out the cape. He's not taking responsibility. She's not taking responsibility. And then once she's in that mode, it's very hard to get her de-escalated. So just think about that concept a little bit. Right? So they know they need... Well, people ask me after they gave a class on attraction. They asked me, okay, what could women do? De-escalate build that trust again in the man just because he had a couple of bad weeks a month a year a decade 
give him a chance to come back by by giving that giving him that support. But if you're if you're wearing the cape, because he's not wearing the cape, you have to give him back the cape, and then you have to also, you know, you got him there. So that's it's extremely important this survival mode concept. And today I I feel like I feel like this is the energy. So we have to go back into his deep, deep, deep contemplation. Because like I said before, if we look at the ultimate good from all of this, which is going to be very good, that means this is an, a tremendous opportunity for, for people. This is like a spiritual PPP loan that everybody has a chance right now to come back to their creator. Everybody's, everybody, you already know who your enemies are. It's clear to you. People that you are your friends are, you could see them. Because what happens is stress is not external. Stress is really internal. But events, all of a sudden, just cause inner hatred to come out. You understand? This just, just all this was was a was a trigger that all of a sudden everybody could really talk about how they really feel, and the story. It's not like they really give a crap about Gaza and Palestinians. They couldn't care less because if they cared so much, they would go get them. Do you understand? They would go get them, but clearly <coughs> nobody has gotten them, so they really don't care about Palestinians or Gaza. Or this, this is just a bunch of BS. But the, what, they, what you do notice is what's really happening is, is the, what's hap- what, how they're free- feeling inside. So you can see all of these catastrophes. It's pretty much the same thing. You know, COVID comes, the, the, the rallies. He said the only thing good about these protests is at least they're getting some exercise. Before they would sit, sit on TV, smoke weed all day long. At least they're getting exercise. So that's, that's a positive thing. But it goes to show you that what, what do we need to do practically? Do we need to go yell back? No, we need deep contemplation. We need to create a new, a new reality out of this. And it starts by all of us, by, by getting into this concept called his boninut. Because at the end of the day, you, you can't argue against people. Have, it's their ego. Their egos, there's no common sense. This argument, this argument arguing with people, it's like, it's like, these are the same people arguing for defunding the police. Do you understand? It, it just, it, it's, Israel's doing the job for everybody. If you have any, if you have just a little bit of common sense, Israel's getting rid of evil for you, for the whole world. So it just makes absolutely no sense. But here we are. So what do we need to do? Rav Nachman says here, no, there are Torah paths that, that involve deep contemplation. And extremely important, like repentance. We enjoy repentance so much because he's, he's deep. He's deep in it. Obviously, he doesn't have a phone. He doesn't have this. He doesn't. He's very deep. And the, and the thing is, once we go deep into a teaching, it really changes us. It changes us. So it's extremely important. And this is why I really, I thank God every single day for those 18 years that I was studying Lakuta Moran with all these, without so many distractions. Without the public speaking, with all that, because otherwise I would have never been able to go really deep into it. Now it's it's a whole different ballgame. But when you go deep, deep, deep into it, this is called his bonenut. Bonen means extension, right? And what he's saying here is his bonenut. The what his bonenut is, I'm able even just to look, open up a book, and just stare at the book and stare at the letters and just little by little, if I deeply internalize this enough the words will go into me. And I'll, and I'll have a new understanding of it. Every single time I, I read Lakuta Moran over and over again, I see a completely different chapter, like, what, what was this before? Because the more, the more you go into it, 
So the word hisbonenut means, again, extension of the day, also mindfulness. That is a modern word for mindfulness today. You say mindfulness today, that the Kabbalistic word for mindfulness is called hisbonenut, to be able to, 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 to dwell in bina, right? To, to, to really look at it. So he's saying here how to get there. He says you can only get there by the means of wealth. Wealth means not just financial wealth, but wealth means I have, my mind is settled. I have a settled mind. I have a settled mind. I, I'm a, I'm a, I have Yeshuvada. I have a settled mind. My mind is settled. That means I'm a, I can receive. You know, sometimes somebody's talking to you, you're trying to help, so you can't, they, they can't receive. So they can't come to that concept. They have a settled mind. As it says, in the, there's, a, there's, a pray, there's a passage that says, if there's no bread, there is no Torah. So, one of this issue here is you have to understand something. Everything also is bodenut, also the way we think and the way we breathe. So also what he's saying here is the way you breathe, it affects the way you think. So it's extremely important to constantly go into, you know, for example, if I, if I'm, if I have an anxious breath in the morning, right away, peppermint, hot steam, Wim Hof, right away, I'll go into that crazy opening up because I can't go into the day like this. I can't go into the day like this. I'll stop, put hot, hot water, peppermint, and do deep breaths. And all of a sudden you can get completely get out of that, get, out, get a completely different oxygen in your brain. Because I know if I go into the whole day like this, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have no oxygen. So your breath, wealth, is also connected to oxygen. The breath, the breath is the most important. This is why the breath opens up DMT. And this is what he's saying here. In Moshe Rabbeinu, he merited this concept of length of days. Moshe, Abraham, Abraham, have, he was an elder. Like today, what are we saying? Oh, generation, what do we say? Gen, generation Z, like a bunch of idiots, right? But we speak to elders who wisdom. You tell these little, they think they know everything, they know zero. So today is the bigger the mind, the, the bigger the mouth, the smaller the mind. That's how it works. So, they, but they think they know everything. That's not an elder. That's a generation Z. You want to be an elder. You want to have deep, deep, deep contemplation. That's what we're. That's what we're shooting for. And this is exactly how. How do we get this? We get this by the means of wealth. And what is wealth? Wealth is the ability to have. To, to have to recognize that you are that this day is completely recreated, that every single day is recreated. That means length of days is I can recreate myself every single day. Just because I had a bad minute hour in the morning doesn't mean my whole day is gone. Wealth. When you have wealth, you're very careful to to. For example, if a person has financial wealth, he's very careful how he spends his money. You know, people think the funniest thing is people give you estimates in your house and they'll rip you off because they, they, they see the house, right? They don't understand. People got wealthy by not being idiots. You understand? There's a reason why. <laughs> They're there and, and I don't, we don't pay a certain amount of money just because there's a nice house. You'd say, but idiots come in the street, contract, they think, oh, let me triply charge because hey, there's a nice house. Idiot. That's how people get wealth in the first place. By not being stupid, by not overpaying for stupidity. But the same concept. When you have wealth, 
you, you, you're, very, you're very careful to give your energy away. When you have a wealth of knowledge, you, you don't give wealth away. You, you don't give your knowledge away like that. You, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to give it away easily. The same concept here, Rav Nachman says. A person has to constantly, I mean, every single day, I have to try, I have to try to be smarter than I was yesterday. Like, we're always trying to come up with new classes. We're always trying to come up with new wisdom. What, what, are, we, what are we doing that for? Because we're always trying to outbeat yesterday's knowledge. Right? We're always, we're always trying to find new angles, new, new ways. That is lengthening the day, lengthening your life. Because now that I have more techniques and more wisdom, what is a wise person? A person with wisdom. He's an older person. He's length of days. And that is the key to Parnassah, by the way. That is the key to wealth. Key to wealth is a person who's able to manage his, 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 manage not only his financial wealth, but manage his time, manage his energy, manage his, his breath. And Rav Nachman tells us that there's three things that take away your breath. And these, huh? They take away your breath. That means, when I go into deep breathing, I have contemplation. But when I have shortness of breath, it's because my, my, my breath is taken away, right? So when we, when we say, oh, she took my breath away. She took my breath away. So she took your energy away. She took your breath away. She took your money away from you too. Breath <laughs> is money. She took my breath away. I can't even breathe. Did you see that girl? I can't even breathe. <coughs> no oxygen. That's it. You're going to make a mistake. You're, you're in lust mode. You're not in love mode. She took my breath away. That's not so good. That means you, you know, there's no sacha, there's no, the brain's not working, because remember, our brain works, our brain is like a lamp, correct? It has, 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 has what? Oil. And the heart is, is, the, is the fan, is the, uh, the constant heat. So the heart, where is all the desires? The heart, where are the cravings? The heart. The heart is the, the constantly wants fire. And the brain is the intellect, and there's an oil. There's oil. So what happens if the if and what's what are the lungs? The lungs is the lungs are the fan, but cooling off the heart, so the brain can get contemplation, as the Zohar says. If it wasn't for the lobes of the lungs, a person would be completely insane. Back then, when people had sexual promiscuity, you know what they did for them? They castrated them. When people were mentally insane, the solution was castration. Can you imagine that? Why? It's because this guy's, this guy's desires are so crazy that he can't control his heart. His heart is just burning his, his brain. So the heart burns the brain. If the hearts are not, so what do you need to do? Breathing calms down the heart. When you breathe, what do you do? You slow the heart rate, which allows you to think. It's an amazing concept, which allows you to think. If not for the lobes, that's why we put the tefillin on the left side of the heart. All of these things are cooling down the heart. The tefillin on the left side, we're cooling down the heart. All our whole, a lot of the mitzvot that we do, we're cooling down the passions. Because if, we, if the passions take over the, the brain, then that's it, brain dead, finished. You understand? So this is why, for example, you know, so breathing, when you're able to breathe and you're able to control yourself, self-control, that is the key to wealth. 
So woman, woman is the one thing. Because poverty will come chasing you if a person spills seed. If spilling seed is, is taking the brain, the liquid in the brain, and throwing it out. So now you have the fan, and you have, no, you have no, not even any liquid to burn. The oil's gone. That's it, finished, the brain's, the brain's gone. The next thing is food. Food. Food also affects the way you breathe. If you overeat, it, cut, it constructs the, 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 the breath. You, can, you don't have that energy left, right? Because you ate too much. This week I tried to change from meat to, to... My whole diet was off and my stomach was off, digestion, I couldn't even think. So you could see serotonin. Serotonin comes in the gut. So if you're eating the wrong foods, it's causing inflammation, you won't be able to breathe. It affects the way you think. 90% of serotonin is in your gut. You have a second brain. So the quality of your food is your quality of how you think. Ramachman says that you could tell a person's personality by his diet. Just see what's the guy's personality? Look, look at the Uber Eats menu. Look at his Uber Eats account. You can see the guy's because of food you take on. The, and I didn't recognize, by the way. I was eating meat, and, and, and my energy got drained. I didn't understand why, but it, it, compared to the energy I had, another person doesn't see the difference, but there is a, the, the, the physical, if meat, it, it takes away your energy. It takes away your energy. I felt it live. <laughs> I felt it myself. I'm not telling you not to eat it. Maybe there's a change of digestion, but the bottom line is there is an effect. There is an effect when you're eating an animal. There is an effect. Where fish is, is lighter. So... So that's another thing that can, that can affect your way. So remember, if I have no breath, I have no, no wealth. Wealth is the breath. Wealth is the breath. Wealth is breath. Every emotion affects your breath. Now money, think about money. If you don't have bitachon, right, what happens? You get angry. Angry, you lost your breath. Instead of, what, what is the key, Rav Nachman says, in, in a time of anger, Show compassion. So our ability, Rav Nachman, because wealth also comes from the north. It comes from the left. It comes from Gevura. So it has to pass through. So he says right before a person gets wealth, he's going to get tested with anger. He's going to get tested with anger. So what happens? Breathe in. You get the money. Get, get angry. You lose the money. You lose the money. So these three things are connected to wealth. Your breath is your, also your neshama. Neshama, neshima. So you have to think about when you wake up in the morning, this is what we think, we, we wake up in the morning, the first thing we want to do is get out of our head. Get out of the self-centeredness. Because that's the first thing that people think about right away. Right? What do we think? Oh, I got I to gotta do this. I got to wake up. I got to take the kids. I, I'm so stressed. I don't want to do this. There's a heaviness. And what's that? What is, what is all heaviness from? All heaviness is thinking about self too much. So we're forced to say, Mode Ani. I thank you, God, for giving my soul back. And then you say, the, you say the, the, the brachot in the morning. And what do you say? What does the brachot do? You're, you're all of a sudden, you're thinking about all the good points you have. You gave me clothes to wear. You gave me, you're the one that gives me strength. So, so the whole point of the morning is really, really to, to be grateful and to arouse good points. Because this is the time that you're, you're prone to think about yourself. Repentance has a whole thing on that, which is a genius. It's genius how it's made. 
whether or not we're even up when we say these things. That's a whole different story. But that's why the first thing you have to do is monitor the breath. Even, oh, you know, they say today people are over-breathing. You don't have to breathe. Over, hold your breath a little bit. Hold your little breath a little bit because when you're holding your breath, you'll see a good, it's a good trick. You, you're, you're 100% present. When you hold your breath, you're 100% present. That means any time that I'm like a little, get a little, like uh, Michael Safdie says, what is it, gassed up? Right away. 30 seconds, and all of a sudden, a minute, all of a sudden you get completely back. And this is what he's saying here. My ability to, my ability to, to create length of days, the way to attain length of days is by the means of rectification of Atik, which is connected to the Keter, and Keter is this concept of recreating your day. Constantly recreating your day. Creating your day constantly. And it says, length of days is that a person must attempt to extend and increase his days. Because the, the place where the, each day starts for a person is very narrow. In other words, the beginning of the day, the devotions he performs are going to be very heavy. But what happens? It begins very narrow. The day begins very narrow. It doesn't begin wide. It begins narrow. It begins tight. You're tired. You just got up. You're you're you you know you're you're sore. You're you know you you know you're, you're overwhelmed by what you have to do. You're thinking about last night. So all of a sudden you're you're in a major contraction. You're in a contraction mode because you just came out of, of sleep, which is a form of surrender. So all of a sudden now reality is I got to deal with today. Correct. And what do people do? Either they'll say, I'm not dealing with today. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> that's called, that's why midday sleep, if a person has midday sleep, poverty will come ch- chasing after him. The same thing. Because it's the, the, the you're not, your, your attitude is, I, I need to approach life, not avoid life. So when there's too much sleep, subconsciously you're telling yourself, I'm not, interested in waking up or dealing with life. I don't have the tools to deal with life. I don't have the strength to deal with life. I don't have the perspective to deal with life. I'd rather just go back to sleep. And I promise you, when you get up from that nap, you don't feel more tired. You don't feel more energized and, and, and say, let's go tackle the day. You feel more tired. Mm. So that doesn't work. We know that doesn't work. Because you're, you'll never be really refreshed if you don't have an attitude of I need to have courage to face and, 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 and face these things that I'm dealing with in my life. Length of days is a person must extend and increase his days because the place each day starts for each person is narrow. It's constrictive. Thus, a person must attempt to increase and expand each day, each hour, increasingly expanding it with increased holiness. Likewise, when the next day arrives, he should expand even more and more, and so too each day he should expand. So really, what, what, are we, what do we really go? What, what's my goal? My goal is to be in the consciousness of, of joy. That's the goal, right? The goal of mind is to, is to live with, with consciousness of joy, of love. And, and, but obviously, there's, to get there, there's so much blockages that have to be cleared up. There's resentment blockages, there's, there's uh, expectations, there's uh, impatience, there's anger. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be cleared up. 
And that's the stuff that comes up to us all day long. So we have to pretty much, you know, it's just like, you know, I, I, don't, know, I don't know these concepts because I live in Florida, but people apparently they shovel snow. So shoveling snow, God forbid that we should, here, I don't know what people would do here if they had to shovel snow. They would have a heart attack. They, they wouldn't know what to do with it. They'd be out for a month. No, the snow would just be there. So you shoveling the snow, you got to clear out, you got to clear it out. Otherwise you can't get out. That's pretty much the same thing in life. You got to clear out all the noise, the tiredness, the fatigue, the expectations of the day. The res- this is the morning rituals. And if you do this, you get extension of the days. You get extended. And every morning, it's the same thing. I have heaviness in the morning. I have to get into it, breathe, move, pray. It's, it's, and then here's the class after all that work. But you tell me to take, do a class in the morning like this? No way. There's no way. So that's, that's your life, by the way. <laughs> Welcome to life. So avoiding this process is, is just, all you're going to do is contraction. What happens to your contraction? You, you, you don't feel fulfilled. You, you, you just, you, the problem today is when we don't have, we don't, we don't feel good, we're constantly, again, it's, what takes over is fear, what takes over is stress, what takes over, and then when you're in that state, all you want to do is check out. And that's not going to do anything. So it's extremely important. The mornings you have to fight. You have to fight. Rabbi Nachman also says here that, however, the, the, you have to also, part of extending your days also is having fear of God. Right? Fear of God, a person who has fear of God, his, his days are longer, right? Fear of God gives you a long life. So what does that mean, fear of God gives you a long life? Practically, when you fear God, you always recognize that, uh, here, the, actually the, the, the verse is, is this. Fear of God prolongs one's days. Fear of God prolongs one's days. So my, think about practically. If my fear of God means I have trust in God, and I recognize him in my life, I have nothing to worry about. But if I have lack of fear of God, then I have what? Fallen fears. So now all of a sudden I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that. And these fallen fears construct my breath and shorten my days and shorten my life. You understand how this concept works? And this is the aspect of the fear of God is his treasure house. Although the days are very narrow in the beginning, our job is to rip through it, is to run through those days. And it's, again, guys, it's the same exact thing as working out, right? Working out, you worked out yesterday, you have lactic acid. If you're really working out, you're sore, you're tired. What do you need to do? Stretch. You need to stretch. You need to move. Heat up, warm up the body. Then you get into flow. Then you get the, uh, the, 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 the plump, the pump and all that. But that, nobody gets a pump in the first, as soon as they walk into the gym. Nobody gets a pump. The pump comes after 30 minutes, 40 minutes, the pump comes. And there's a peak. It's the same thing spiritually. You have to create that. that. But if you decide not to go to the gym, then you get no pump. There's no pump. There's no, and you're still tired and you're still constricted and you're still like this. So the, you, you have to try to start lengthening your days. That should be the goal in mind. Lengthening my days, if I start waking up in the morning, I lengthen my days, I start talking to God, 
I'm lengthening my days. I'm guaranteed to be more successful because my I, I'm going against the the, the mornings, the the, the 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 exactly what the evil inclination wants to do is to put me asleep. He puts wants you to put you to sleep. He wants to stress you down, shut you down, and put you to sleep. Period. And, we, and that causes poverty. And what you need to do is lengthen the days. Our, our sages tell us there's a certain time of night where your brain, the night is really dim. It's judgment at night. So anything you do at night, it's not so productive. There's not so much production at night. Yeah, of course, we're all, we all go out, we have fun, no problem. But technically, you, you, it's not the time to think deeply at night. It's not, it's not, you don't get the contemplation, deep contemplation at night. You just don't get it. It's very hard to get it. That's the time to go to sleep. It's the time to go into a muna. So, so at night. At night, is not, you're not going to get real, 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 real deep, deep contemplation at night. Because again, shh. We need to sign back on air side. It's not the time to go into deep contemplation. So again, the smartest thing is to do is monitor your nights, try to go to sleep earlier, and then try to wake up earlier because this has to happen. This is how I'm going to lengthen my day. This is how my life is going to change when I start changing my morning routine. And then I start having contemplation. Just think about practically. All of a sudden, you know, you, you wake up in the morning, you, you do your thing, your rituals, then you listen to a good podcast. Now you're energized, correct? You're energized. Your, your energy changes. So what happens? Your day's longer. After the podcast, you should think longer. You, should, you shouldn't be so reactive. You should be now in a creative mode. You should be in a po- more of a positive mode. That's why the podcast is so important, specifically in the mornings, is to, to, is to shift that, sw- that switch from that react, reaction, from reaction, etc., and therefore, whoever lacks fear is not protected from poverty. Experiences poverty because of these three things: either the food, either the um, the breath, the food, or the, even when you have relations with one's wife. You, you, the breathing also. If if it's a lust, if the relations in lust, there's no breath. So what happens if there's no breath? There's no oxygen. It's just lust. Then the, then the sea comes out very, very quickly. Because what happens is, is when you're doing this, the sea comes out very quickly and it doesn't have cool air. It comes out because it's, it's, it's lust. You have to breathe it deep. Because the breath creates vitality of the child. Because the child can be, the, the way a person has relations could affect the child. Can you imagine? Could affect the child, could affect the vitality of the child. Because if the child was made, with deep breath. So everything connected to deep breath is wealth. Every connected to shortness of breath is poverty. So just think about that concept. I, I can go here and I can do this class for literally 10 hours, but we're not gonna do that. But just think about the concept, deep breathing. When I'm eating, what am I eating? Is this gonna give my energy? Is it not gonna take my energy? Okay, when I'm looking on inappropriate things, Am I, am I, do I feel more, more, more better? Do I feel better? Is my day better or is my day worse? Okay, because your, your breath. Remember, we don't want to wind up. The whole point is when the room is already 90 degrees, you don't want to put the heater on. You need to cool it off. So if you're in 90 degree mode, you need to cool off. Cooling off is 
when I'm learning Torah, when I'm, when I'm listening to a class, I'm cooled off. Automatically what that does, it's like, it's like turning on the fan. Cooling off the desires, cooling off the irritability. So that's, what the, that's why the classes work. Right? Where you don't see the same, I don't, I don't see the same, I don't feel the same. You know, when you learn, when you learn Torah, you hear a good class, you feel, you feel energized. But you don't see, not, you don't see that when you, when, you, when, you, when you listen to a, a normal news or podcast or nothing. You don't really feel energized. It's information, but you don't feel, you don't feel a, a new ruach, a new, a new energy. So that's really what we want. We want energy. Because energy, can tra- you can transform energy. Without energy, you have nothing. And what's stopping our lack of energy is, is obviously all of, this, all of the lack of breath, the fears, the lack of oxygen, the desires. And this is why, if you look at your soul, the first level of the soul is the uh, nefesh, is the desires. So that's the first thing you got to clear out, is work on the desires. That's the nefesh. The second level is the ruach, your emotions. And then the third level is the soul. So you could see your ability to be in your soul state is how you manage your emotions and your desires. Period. Period. It's how you manage your emotions and how you regulate your desires is your ability to contemplate and get into your soul state. And, and the way to do that is by constantly recognizing that the Torah and God is one. And the Shekhinah is one. So every time you're learning Torah, you're connected to the, you're connected, this is where your soul is rooted, and this is where you get that oxygen from. May Hashem help us all, that we should all lengthen our days. Amen. Be more creative and be less reactive. Don't start, what I'm trying to say, don't start the day reacting. Because you, you haven't even opened up, and all you're doing is just adding to yesterday's problem. You have to start the day completely, completely, completely into creative mode. And that's, that will give you his boninut, and that will give you wealth. Period. Other things does not give you wealth. It takes, uh, obesity takes away wealth. Stress takes away wealth. Uh, Porn takes away wealth. I mean, is the answer not obvious? Oversleeping takes away wealth. Smoking late at night and waking up late takes away wealth. I don't have to be a genius to predict it. I can figure out what your morning ritual looks like to see whether or not you're going to be successful or not. That's it. Because you're not tapping into the right hours. You're not tapping into the right hours. So chill out with the cortisol and let's, let's fuel up with this boninut. Shem, help us all that we should all merit length of days. Have a great day.